Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Be Your Own Boss podcast. And today we are starting off with such good energy. Not only do we have an amazing guest, but we also sold out for our first ever live event. So thank you all so much for the support. It means the world to us. Huge cheers and celebrations are in store because of the fact that like not only did we reach our goal of being able to like break even for the (laughs) event, but we exceeded our expectation and like sold out completely. Like it's incredible that we're able to do this for our first ever event, like even though it was a small venue, but like I think it's like it's still so amazing to be able to reflect on because this is only the beginning, Ellie. Like This is where we're going. And it's only going up from here. Yes, it is really, really exciting. And I know I we're both so excited about having our event at the Vine Room. And I'm super, super excited. The Vine Room is one of my favorite places ever. I love the Vine Room, as you all are probably like, we get it. We've heard it. (laughs) But it's it's truly incredible. Amazing place. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're so excited and so grateful for the support and the fact that we are seriously six months in and we're yeah. already having an event and have sold every ticket. So that's all <laughs> thanks to you all. So thank you so much. And we're so excited because today we're having a conversation with our internet bestie, now turned real life bestie, mm-hmm. uh, Kara Swanson, the founder of Kundalini Candles. And she's amazing. We're so pumped. It's it was honestly such a great conversation. Like we talked from all facets of starting a business to how do you incorporate yourself into your business and how to be a young entrepreneur and like paving the way when you didn't really get any direction. So like I think like this conversation applies to so many people, not just the people that want to go into the space of starting a small business. Like it's just so applicable because she talks about her journey. She talks about like some of the struggles and uh, things that she's had, challenges that she had to overcome. And it was really inspiring for us to be able to like have that conversation and talk to her about everything. So if you're not familiar with the Kundalini Candles name, you've probably seen them on our social media because I love doing the candle unboxings that I get every month. So so good. (laughs) We'll talk more about that. Um, But honestly, like it, it really we really connected with her story. And I think you will too, because it was incredible. Mm -hmm. We're super excited. So let's jump right in. Welcome to BYOB, the Be Your Own Boss podcast, inspiring you to be the CEO of your life. This is Ellie. And this is Rianne. Whether you're an entrepreneur or not, grab a beverage and tune in to BYOB because you don't need a business to be your own boss. Today, we have another exciting guest on the podcast who you've probably seen on our Instagram floating around here and there. But overall, we are so excited because Kara Swanson from Kundalini Candles is here with us today. Hey, Kara. Woo! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. This is my first podcast ever, so. Girl, oh my gosh, we're so honored to have you. Yeah, we're so excited. It's been so fun since our podcast has started, just like seeing in the last six months too how kundalini candles has grown so much and like you have been such an inspiration to us 
and yes, like you really have been. And it's been so cool to see like your business and kind of partnering together in some ways. So we're so excited to have you. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I'm so excited. (laughs) We were just talking at the beginning of this podcast, how it feels so weird that we've never actually like sat down to have a conversation because we've just been like collabing so much over social media. It's just like, I feel like we're mutuals already, but we were like, oh my God, like this is like our first ever conversation with each other. Mm -hmm. No, it's so weird. I feel like we're besties. Right? We are besties. (laughs) We're internet besties and now real life besties. (laughs) No, totally. But for our guests who are listening that might not know anything about Cara and Kundalini Candles, I want to give you a little overview of why she's here today to share her entrepreneurial journey. So after graduating business school in December of 2018, Cara Swanson decided to switch career paths and dedicate herself to learning the craft of candle making. By April of 2019, she created Kundalini Candles, a candle business run that she runs out of her garage turned tiny home. She prides herself on having completely handmade candles, including the cement vessels that they come in. Now, after four years of making candles, she has sold thousands of candles and taught hundreds of people how to make their own cement candle vessels. Kara, you are a boss and welcome to BYOB. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) So like, where do we even start? I feel like there's like so much that we can go on the path of, but like, let's just like kickstart it right from the beginning. Yeah. Let's start with our beverages too. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're so right. So we playing off of BYOB, the Be Your Own Boss podcast. We also like to share the beverages we brought because it's like a happy hour with your besties. Um, Whether it be coffee, energy, drinks, a glass of wine. We love to chat over a bevy. So Cara, what beverages or beverage did you bring? Um, So I just have water, which is a little bit basic, but you always need that. Yes. I have a little mango plant-based energy drink. So yeah. Amazing. <laughs> what brand is it? Um, It's called Oka. I've never had it before. Oh, okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Love to try it out. Little Fun. natural energy boost. Very nice. Yes. I need that. Mm. Yes. How about you, Ellie? Oh, <laughs> um, I am drinking a spin drift, just a sparkling water. It's the unsweetened lemonade. So it's very refreshing. This is our first 90 degree day here in Denver. Oh my gosh. So it's like hot, hot, hot out. So this is like the perfect refresher for today. I yeah. love that. I also love how we're spread across the country as well. Cara's coming in from Seattle, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Love it. I'm in San Diego Mm -hmm. and Ellie's in Denver. So just good vibes today. But anyway, for my drink, I am bringing the happy hour. I have a glass of Chardonnay with me. And this is the Wander and Ivy Chardonnay. So like I said, mentioned in the last episode, I got a variety pack. So this is my first time having the Chardonnay. It's very crisp, like one of the more crisper Chardonnays that I've had and it's delicious. Highly recommend. Love Chardonnay. That's mm-hmm. my choice. Mm. <laughs> For so sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one I had last episode. I think I had their Chardonnay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very good. Very refreshing. Not too heavy. Yum. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. cheers.
Well, okay. So like I said, like we read her bio, you went right from business school to candle making. And I feel like there's a lot to like go into, especially as like a young entrepreneur. So especially, can you tell us a little bit about like how you got into the journey from transitioning from business school to starting your own business? And then talk to us a little bit about candles, like why candles? Yeah. Um. So honestly, when I Whenever I graduated high school, which was 2014, I ended up going to community college. I really just did not know what I wanted to do. I think a lot of people graduate high school and they don't know what they want to do. And I honestly just wanted somebody to tell me what to do because mm. I just felt like, you know, I, I wanted some kind of direction. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really, I didn't have really any of my own aspirations at the time, like I wasn't really passionate about anything in particular. And so I really just looked to what was closest to me. And my brother, he's older than me. He was at University of Washington and he was studying accounting at the business school. And so I said, you know what? I think that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Like, (laughs) that sounds right. Okay, let's do it. And so I transferred from community college over to the University of Washington, and I ended up studying accounting. And what's interesting is I was really learning about myself at the time, because if any of you went to business school, you kind of know how it is. It's just a very competitive environment. Everybody is always trying to one up each other. Mm. And that is definitely not the environment that I thrive in. Mm -hmm. I felt really like alone and really lost. And I just, I, as soon as I graduated and I just remember walking out of class on that last day, because I I was going to graduate, even though I was struggling, I was going to, you know, stick with it. Um, I just remember walking out of class and feeling so relieved that it was over, but I didn't take my CPA exam. And everybody that was studying accounting around me, they all like, some of them even became a CPA while they were still in school. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them had jobs lined up. So they were ready to go to the big four. They were ready to work at, you know, four corporations. And I just was feeling so alone. And honestly, I was really excited though. I just felt really scared because I didn't have a plan. And I think a lot of people can really relate to this experience when you're going through a really hard time and you're really unsure of what the future holds, I think a lot of people turn to spirituality. So this was in 2019. I was looking into the law of attraction, manifestation. And honestly, I don't know if I just wasn't aware of it at the time, but it seemed a little bit taboo. Now it's very mainstream, but I was reading a lot of books and I was watching a lot of YouTube videos. And I remember reading this book called The Power by Rhonda Byrne. She also wrote The Secret, which I think a lot of people Mm. are familiar with. Yes. And yeah, in the book, she talks about just following like what makes you feel really excited and how that could lead you down the right path. And so at the time I was dog sitting and I was just brainstorming. That, That was my job at the time. I was just dog sitting. And I was just brainstorming like, okay, what, what kind of things make me feel really excited? I've never taken the time to sit down and really think about this before. And definitely at the top of my list was starting my own business. That felt very much like 
limitless to me. Whatever I put into it, I can get out. And I know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't really think that way. They, they want stability and stuff and that's great. But for me, I just wanted something that I could totally put myself into and kind of have no ceiling on how far I could take it. And then the second thing on my list was animals because I love animals <laughs> so much. And this is like a funny little side thing, but I thought, okay, well, I'm going to start my own business and I want it to be something related to animals. So I'm going to start my own dog walking business. And I was really like about to go that direction, which is so crazy, but I got pet CPR and first aid certified. And wow. Yeah, I was really ready to just go for it. But then I kind of had a moment where I sat with myself and I just thought like, okay, well, how far can I take this? Am I going to get sick of doing this? Just walking dogs every day? I don't know. Something about it, like just thinking about how far I could take it into the future. It just felt, it felt a little bit limited. And I honestly just wasn't excited about it about it anymore. Like just picturing myself walking all these dogs every day, love dogs, but that that would be a lot of work. And that would be like a lot of physical, you know, exercise for me. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I went back to the drawing board and I just thought about, I've always been a person who's been really creative and I've always excelled when it came to things like pottery, painting, even film, those kind of things make me oh, really, cool. Yeah, like those kind of things make me really excited. And I've always done well, you know, in those kinds of areas. So I said, you know what? Okay, I want this to be a business that's very much like creative, something that I can make with my hands. And I often tell this story, but really, this is genuinely what happened, which is kind of crazy. But so this was in early, early, like maybe January of 2019. I just woke up one morning and as soon as I like came out of my dream, I was like, candles, candles, I need to make candles. It was so weird. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Yeah. Intuitively, I just felt like, okay, this is so like, this is right. This feels right. And a lot of people assume, okay, well, you did you have this as a hobby in the past? Or you, at least you must buy a lot of candles and be obsessed with candles. But the truth is, is like, no, it wasn't my hobby. I didn't even really buy candles. I liked fragrances and things like that, but I definitely was not, you know, into making my own candles or whatever. And so I just decided like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Like, this is going to be a candle business. This feels right. And yeah, so I really just dedicated myself to that. And that was my decision. And I knew nothing. So it was really scary. I just remember watching a lot of YouTube videos and like buying really cheap supplies off of Amazon, which you shouldn't do, you know, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, those candles that I was first making while I was dog sitting, I would make it at the girl's house that I was dog sitting for. And like, (laughs) they just came out so bad and they would burn so terribly. But this is actually something I wanted to bring up because I think this is kind of cool that the person that I I was learning how to make candles from at the time, just through YouTube videos. So I didn't know them personally. I ended up like a year ago connecting with them. And so we actually work together. So it was such a full circle moment, you know, like the person who taught me how to make candles. Now we're working together. But yeah, that's that's how candles came about. (laughs) Wow. 
That's, That's absolutely like incredible. I I had chills when you were like, I woke up and like that was it. I had a dream about candles and that's what I ended up doing. Like your body, like your soul was like telling you like, hey, Kara, you need to make this. Like that's yeah. amazing. So intuitive and just like mm -hmm. I love how like your creativity played into that too because it's like yeah. that's what I feel like that's what life is about when you combine your intuition and creativity with what you're like to find your passion or like lean mm -hmm. into what you're truly passionate about and like you said it felt right it just feels right when you get that perfect blend of intuition creativity and passion yeah I just feel like especially if you just I don't know if you you know I'm a very spiritual person so like I think as long as I have some kind of intention or if I ask the universe or God or whatever you want to believe in for something that it kind of like finds its way to you if you let go and things like that. So yeah, I was just like, what, what do I do? What do I do? And then boom, it came to me really just in a dream, I guess, which is awesome and amazing. Looking back, I'm so glad that that happened because it definitely, I still love it to this day. So. Wow. wow. Dare I say that your inner flame was ignited? I love that. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> that is incredible. I think spirituality is something that I'm really like diving into right now. And I actually just posted, well, we're recording this Monday and Sunday night. I was in the park reading a book that talks about um, like manifesting your life and diving into spirituality. And because I feel like that's a place where I'm at now of like, you know, how do you align your passions with your strengths, with your like, like what you do for your work and for your passions. And that is so cool how you really tuned into your intuition and also took the time to reflect. Like you said, you had friends going to the big four and friends taking the CPA and you were like, hold up, what do I actually want to do? Mm -hmm. and that is so brave and courageous to do that. Take the time to reflect and then dive into that journey. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. But I'm curious um, too. I know that like having an accounting background was probably really foundational too to help with starting a business. Cause I feel like accounting, you obviously are learning how um with bookkeeping. I mean, accounting that I was in business school as well, and that was like my hardest class. I had a really hard time yeah. with accounting. It's like a whole nother language in a way where you're learning um so many different things, but I think that can also translate extremely well to entrepreneurship. So I'm curious about, you know, the transition from graduating business school to being a full-time business owner. And, you know, if that, I'm sure they have a lot of correlation and um, if you view that in a helpful yeah, way. I, you know, what's really interesting is when you're in the business school, they're really teaching you how to work for a big corporation. Mm -hmm. I think there are classes you can take to learn how to, you know, become an entrepreneur, um, which I, sh you know, should have taken those classes. But what's interesting is like, yeah, like when it came to accounting, they were teaching you, you know, how to write um, like financial statements and things like that. And very much not small business. Here's what you need to do to get started, you know, mm -hmm. insurance, you know, how do you want to incorporate or whatever. Like there was no, nothing like that. But I will say one thing that I did take with me is 
just like the confidence that I had when it came to doing my own bookkeeping. It's very like, <laughs> it's actually pretty simple to me. It's pretty simple, but yeah. Like, and when it came to taxes and things like that, I was kind of savvy, I think on how to figure everything out. So I am grateful that I had that background because mm-hmm. it definitely gave me a little bit of confidence. <laughs> yeah, that's huge. I know that for us starting, I'm like, what are we doing when it comes to creating a business, <laughs> but also the bookkeeping taxes, that is incredible to have that knowledge where you can feel that confidence and savviness because mm-hmm. as much as we, you know, listen to YouTube videos and Google search, there is no like cut and dry plan of how to start something up. So I'm sure that was a journey too of, of learning the processes and the startup journey. And um, it's cool to hear that you had some resources there from your accounting background. Yeah, totally. I feel like I really needed that because I, when, when I was deciding that I was going to start my own candle business, I was having a lot of doubts, which I think is really normal. And what I did was I just ended up keeping it a secret for like three months while I was learning about the process, while I was building a brand and, you know, figuring out how to make candles. I didn't tell my family. I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell anybody. It was just all a secret until one day I finally came to them. I'm like, okay, on Friday or whatever it is, like, I'm going to launch my business. And they're like, (laughs) huh, what? (laughs) But yeah, I just, I really didn't want any outside opinions to kind of get to me and Mm. feed to the doubt that I already had. Because I really just knew this was it, you know, deep down, I knew like, I, I want to be a business owner. So mm-hmm. did not want to have any outside voices, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Can you talk a little bit about like how I think like the structure of it is what I'm really curious about, because like you mentioned, like going to school, any type of school, whether it's business school, whether it's college, anything is like very structured. And then we're just almost taught to like move into a nine to five environment. Like you work five days a week, 40 hours a week. Right. And then it's just like, okay, that's the grind. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to like fill the time on your own and like come up with what the next steps are so it's like how did you like reprogram your brain to be like okay off of big business school mode now we're gonna do this yeah you know what I think that's really interesting that you bring that up because honestly that's something that I am still working on to this day and I really wish that I was better with time management and having like a set schedule because The thing is, is when you are your own boss and you have your own business, there's a million things that you could do like to fill your day up with. There's always something that you can work on. And sometimes that can get a little bit overwhelming. I know for me it does. So yeah, I just, I still struggle with that to this day, but there is kind of like a schedule, at least when it comes to candles and like, if you're shipping things out, make sure you have your boxes ready to ship on a Monday. So that would be today, but today's Juneteenth. So the post office is closed. Dang it. I went, <laughs> I went there and I was like, oh shoot, it's closed. But yeah, there's like a natural kind of schedule that I think I formed over time, which mm. I'm before because I really needed, I need a little bit of structure. Otherwise mm. I'm kind of all over the place. 
But at the same time, like, I think if you're in a really creative business, you can't schedule creativity. So that kind of stuff just comes whenever. Like sometimes it'll be the middle of the night where I'm like thinking about a new product or like a new thing that I want to launch and create and I'll like write it all down. So (laughs) that kind of stuff you can't schedule, but it is definitely good to just have like your weekly general layout, you know, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's still difficult to this day to really keep organized and not feel so overwhelmed. Mm. I love that you share that because I think like a lot of us going into anything, whether it's you want to start your business, whether you are going to business school, it's like you have to have it figured out. Like we think that we just need to like know everything. And like, honestly, I love the fact that you mentioned YouTube because like me and Ellie have been YouTubing and Googling things like crazy as we go. Everything. Like (laughs) (laughs) as we go through this. What was that? That's how you learn everything, YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, um, I think like I love that you talk about that because it's so real and so true. And another thing that I was curious about is how you got into the name of Kundalini Candles. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people ask me this, but I never really told the story before. But like I said, I was really into spirituality. And so at that time, I was watching YouTube videos. <laughs> about kundalini awakening and I really just resonated with that and that definitely felt like something that I was going through and honestly I kind of wanted to take that idea of the kundalini awakening and just apply it to my business because I always see my business as a reflection of myself and Mm -hmm. of journey and whatever I'm going through in life And like, if you look at my candles, when I first started, um, this was like four years ago now, they were affirmation crystal candles. So like, I was really into spirituality, really into crystals, really into affirmations. Like I said, like law of attraction and things like that. And so I kind of made my whole brand all about that. And I still love that it's, it's Kundalini candles to this day, because I really feel like it shows my journey And even though I took a a long break, like, I don't know, a two-year break from really being into spirituality, I'm back in it now. But like, I just love that my candles are always representing me and how I went from, you know, being into affirmations and crystals. And now I'm really into like bright colors and pastels and just really minimal, beautiful uh, decor pieces. And yeah, so it's always just me wanting it to be like a representation of my journey of my kundalini awakening Mm. wow my mom is gonna love this because like she had a a very similar journey where she started yoga during covid and she didn't love it but then like she started researching on youtube and got into kundalini yoga and now she's like her personality is so much just like more vibrant she's just like so much more in touch with her inner child like so when she hears your story, I already know she's going to be like, oh my gosh, like I want those candles. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, that's so much. And people always ask me about the Kundalini yoga, but I've only done that a few times. Definitely love that. I used to say like um, chant mantras and stuff a lot just without the yoga, but I definitely think that Kundalini yoga is amazing and I want to get back into it for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. So looking at, you know, 
we often, I think a theme of this conversation too is YouTube because YouTube is such an, and just the internet in general is such a great way to, for entrepreneurs to really start and learn. Um, but I know that our podcast, and I'm sure a lot of your community members too, because you have such a large community, which is so cool to see what you've built in this time, this short amount of time. So what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone who's looking to start their own business, but they don't know where to start? Yeah. Um, so I, I really wish that I knew this at the time, looking back, I could have really saved a lot of struggle. If I knew about Facebook groups, because Mm. so whatever business you're going into, You can find a Facebook group of people who are experts at whatever it is. So for me, like candle making, there are so many groups of wonderful, amazing people that are ready to help you. And in those groups, you can really build a community and just learn a lot faster than if you do everything yourself, like what I did. At the same time, I kind of am grateful that I learned everything the way that I did, because I think it gave me a lot of confidence in my ability to problem solve, which is definitely something you need if you're into candle making. Problems happen left and right. So that gave me a little bit of resilience, but definitely building a community of other makers around you and the Facebook groups. And also I was talking to my friend the other day and she was talking about like wanting to start her own business because she works for someone else right now. And she, this is something that happened to me too, where I think a lot of people, your brain immediately is going to come up with all of the, what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? And I just stopped her and I said, you just have to do it. You Mm. just have to go for it because You don't know what's going to go wrong. You cannot predict that. And honestly, like you learn through your mistakes. So I think a lot of people, like my advice would be everybody that you look up to that maybe isn't a place that you want to be in, they have all been a beginner at some point or another, and you just have to start, you know? (laughs) Mic drop. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I can't remember... I don't know. There's a saying that's like, everyone thinks about, you know, an idea or a thing and only like 2% act on it. I can't remember the percentage, but that's so cool to be able to, yeah. Like when you had a dream about candles or when you had that gut intuitive feeling that you wanted to do something different to actually act on that and just start is incredible. And I mean, I feel like sometimes that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for like being, you know, sharing the struggle. Like not every day yeah. is like a day where you're going to make sales and not every day is just going to be the perfect day where you know everything and you have the resources at your fingertips. It's like the struggle and like the grit of finding your own way mm-hmm. through it. That that part really defines like your entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. I think another piece of advice I would have is for people not to tie, don't tie your self-worth into your business because if your business, like, you know, let's say you don't get sales for a few weeks or whatever it is, you're going to feel like a failure and you're going to feel so bad about yourself because 
all of your value is tied into the success that you see. And so just making that separation is really important. Mm -hmm. That's such a good tip. Do you, if you want to share, do you feel like you had to learn that? Or is that something that from the beginning you had like boundaries or practices in place to kind of separate those? That's such a good point. And I feel like that would be a really, really hard thing when your business is such an extension of yourself and like your brainchild, you know, coming into Mm -hmm. existence. Yeah, I I feel like I I have been working on this like recently. Like this is a new thing for me because I felt like my self-worth was really tied into however my business was doing. But I think over time you kind of just grow confidence in yourself because you you just know like, you know, what you're about or whatever. So mm-hmm. um one thing I will say that I have been doing that maybe ties into this is I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there's this whole trend going on about like taking yourself on dates, dating mm. yourself. Yes. Honestly, like, yes, I just started doing this and taking myself on whatever dates, dinner dates, lunch dates, whatever it is, like to the movies. I feel like that has really increased my self-worth. And honestly, I feel like it's translated over into my business and just made me like a more confident person. So I feel like that's good advice. Like go date yourself. Somehow, <laughs> like somehow it makes you feel really confident. Mm. It's such good advice. I I think like that goes into so many things. Like whatever you want to be in your life, whether it's an entrepreneur, whether it's some sort of a path that's laid out for you, you still need to like be your own self and be your own person in order to be that person who holds this career title. So it's like this is what we preach every like we what we try to preach on our podcast is that like you need to like really instill that into yourself. And like find your self-worth and be aware before you can like continue to give out Mm -hmm. to your community. Because if you don't, then it's like, then what are you standing on? Like you have no foundation of your own self-worth to be able to like share your message and create your Mm -hmm. brand. Right. So like that's so powerful. And I love that Mm -hmm. you said that. And so tough too, because I mean, that's major props to work on that because it's just creating you know, wanting to pour everything into creating something. And one thing that I think about too, is like, we're our whole selves. And then even more so when you have a business. So being able to like set those boundaries, but still have that, the creativity and everything. So that's like incredible. I, that's such a good point in mad props for, for figuring that journey out and working on it. I feel like that would be, that would be a tough thing to, uh, to work through sometimes but that's really cool and also like I just think that's why it's so important to have a strong support system around you which I'm lucky that I do like I have my sister um my mom and just like all of the candle makers that follow me I consider them like part of my community so yeah it's really it's difficult because things go wrong all the time but you just grow confidence in learning how to deal with it and like going through the challenges is what you have to do to become a very confident business owner. So mm-hmm. yeah, you just, uh, it's all trial and error and, but yeah, you just have to commit yourself to it and be really persistent. And that's, what's going to bring you the confidence and you have to be aware of however you're reacting when things go wrong. You know, you can't just 
you know, throw a hissy fit. You have to take some time and calm down and just, okay, how am I going to go about this? Mm-hmm. So, so you just shared a lot about your personal journey, about persistence, learning through trial and error. And I just think like that it goes such a long way to be able to hear that, especially in life, whether you're a business owner or not. So that was just so transformative to be able to hear directly from you and your experience. So I think like you touched a little bit about this, about how to be able to put yourself at the center of your brand and how to continue to like feed into your own self-awareness and your self-worth to carry on what you want to do in your life, whether it's through a business or not. And I think this really feeds into our next question of what we always ask our guests is, and that question is, what does being a boss mean to you? Yeah, um, honestly, when I think about what a boss is, it's somebody who leads by example It's somebody whose actions align with their words. And it's somebody who just has a willingness to go through those challenging things and when to realize something is really important to me, but I'm really scared to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway, just because I value my business and I prioritize myself and my business. So I'm going to do this anyway. So I think like being a boss is just having that persistence and that commitment to whatever it is you're doing. And you don't even have, like back when I first started, I made those affirmation crystal candles because I thought that that was how I needed to inspire people just very directly, you know, giving them a product that says I am beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But what's interesting is even though I don't do that anymore, I get DMs almost every single day of people telling me like, I come back to your page really often because you inspire me so much to keep going. And so like what I said, I think people see that I have been, you know, consistent and and committed to this. And that really just inspires people like, you know, so I'm really glad that like, I, I found a way to inspire people because that was one of the reasons why I started Kundalini candles. I feel like that's kind of my purpose in a way. Um, And yeah, like people just want to see you keep going. People don't, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to quit. So people don't want to see you give up. And I'm glad that I can provide that for people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's incredible too, of that mindset too, of like people are cheering for you. Having that abundance mindset. Mm -hmm is huge. Another question that we love to ask people too, and seeing, you know, the journey that you went through in this whole episode, it's been so fun hearing about that journey of having a path you were going down, reflecting on a different path, having a dream, Mm -hmm. literally creating that dream and now like thriving with with your community thousands of candles sold all these things um it's so so cool to see what you've done and I know we're in your corner cheering for you and it's so cool to hear about your support system and and the people cheering you on as well um so now looking at the past your past self and your future self what advice would you give your past self and then what message would you give to your future self Yeah. Um, I love this question. Uh, so I think what I would tell my past self is slow down, 
don't have to have everything all figured out as quickly as you think you need to. And if you just, especially this really applies to candle making because that's going to take a long time to figure out, you know, and get your product really perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm a perfectionist. So that's kind of funny. Like I sometimes I get held back by that or sometimes I try to rush things. Pick your poison. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I would tell myself, um, you know, people can tell when you love your products, people can tell when you're really confident in it. And ultimately your products should be your number one choice. If you want to, assume, mm. you should want to buy your candles over other people's candles and people are going to see that and people are going to want to buy from you. So I would just tell her like, take that time, cure your candles, do the testing. Cause I mean, if candle makers end up listening to this, we all know like wick testing is the worst thing ever, especially when it comes to the wood wicks. So hard to get down. But if you can really, you know, nail it, then you're good to go. You're golden. And, you know, people will see that. So I also love the second part of the question. I feel like that's kind of like a manifestation technique, talking to Mm -hmm. your future self. Mm -hmm. Really love that. Um, I would hopefully be able to tell her, I'm so proud of you. And I knew that you could do it. And I knew that you could accomplish the things that you thought were too big too scary. These are things like having my own candle studio where I have like a place I make candles. I have employees. I have a storefront. Hopefully I do like candle making classes. These are all like dreams of mine. I look up to so many different people that do that kind of stuff. So yeah, hopefully I could be able to tell her, you know, I'm so proud of you and I knew you could do it. Mm -hmm. And you did I mean, the things you have done, you you did do it. I mean, check out for everyone listening, check out Kundalini Candles. Um, Kundalini Candles not only has refillable candles, which is mm-hmm. something I don't think I honestly have seen that anywhere except for your company, which is super cool, especially when your vessels are so cool. Like you want to keep using them. Um but refillable candles and also a monthly subscription box. So the things that you have done are absolutely incredible. And we have no doubt the things ahead, you're just going to absolutely crush. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, we love the refillable candles. That's the only way I do it. And I've been making refills all last night, all today. So yeah, I I love doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope, I know that like this has been a long time coming for you, like four years into the business of when you first had the dream and just woke up and decided to like make candles. And Mm -hmm. I hope that like hearing, like when this episode comes out, you'll be able to share it with your friends and your community. But like just for you, even like talking about this, I hope this like gives you the affirmation that like, hey, like you're doing this, like I I think I can speak for Ellie like me and Ellie are just like so inspired by all of the things mm-hmm. that you have been able to do and to create and to make your brand an extension of yourself like that's something that's so difficult to do and like you said like not get wrapped up into like the day-to-day success of things and really just like pour your heart and soul into what you truly believe in so that's it's it's incredible like I'm, I'm just sitting here like writing notes and like taking things down mentally because like I know this episode is going to touch so many people no matter if they're wanting to start a business if they're in the small journey small business journey or if they're just like 
I don't know what my passion is. Like, I don't even know like where to start looking into that. Like, this is going to be so transformative for everybody. And I hope you know that. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. I really hope it is. And I feel like a lot of the, the things that we talk about really just apply to any kind of industry that somebody wants to get into. And what's so funny is like, I really was nervous and scared because I've never done a podcast before. Or I've never been like interviewed about, you know, my journey. Um, so like, I really am grateful for this opportunity because I feel like this is me pushing past my fears right now. You know, I'm really scared. Mm. I, I have a lot of social anxiety, so I am really like nervous to talk to new people, but you guys are so awesome. So yeah, I would not believe that for a second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you told me that, I would not believe that for a second because like you're such a natural right now. And like you the are. way that you speak and the way that you just like present yourself, like, so professional like if if there was like a candle ted talk even just like ted talk in general like that's where you need to be <laughs> yeah i was gonna say the same thing you are an absolute natural i'm sure you have many more podcasts and things to come to share your oh, yeah. story for sure and um yeah you you are an absolute boss and we are so so lucky i know we've had like a list of guests that we've wanted to have on our podcast and you're like Kara is like a dream guest. So mm -hmm. this is a man for manifestation sure. for us, honestly, having you with us today. So thank you so much. And I know that a lot of our listeners will want to keep cheering you on in your journey and support your business and be able to see all the exciting things that you have. So where can our listeners find you and connect with you? Yeah. Um, so it's at Kundalini Candles on Instagram and TikTok. Those are definitely the places that I'm the most active. I'm also on Facebook, Kundalini Candles. And then if you want to go to my website, it's kundalinicandles.com. So yeah. Oh my gosh. This has been so fun. <laughs> okay. Do you have any special like promos or anything coming? I know we touched on the refills and we touched on the monthly subscription boxes, which if you're on Instagram, they're literally my favorite things to do is to like every month they show up at my mailbox and I'm like, yes, <laughs> another candle. Yes, seriously. If you yeah. haven't seen Rianne's, um unboxing videos of her Kundalini candles, you need to check them out. But <laughs> yeah. Do you have any, any things coming out? Yeah, so with the monthly subscription box, um, if this is your first time signing up, you get 30% off your first box. So if so you want excited. those monthly candles, now is the time to do it. I have the next three months of scents lined up. I have a Halloween candle for Ooh. October. And yes, and I also like, I talked to Kelsey a lot because I'm like, ooh, what kind of scents should I do? So love her, but she definitely gives me inspiration for this. But yeah, so I'm really excited about the subscription box. Mm, love it. You hear, you heard it here. If you are not signed up for a subscription box, she's got some awesome ones lined up for these next couple of months. So if you're a candle lover or if you just like want to add something new to your collection, like have some handmade candles that are non-toxic, that are like just all just good vibes in general, add it to your collection. These are it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, we, along with our beverage and along with what we usually do, we love to close our listeners off with an affirmation. Cara, did you bring an affirmation today? Um, You know what? I love to say this to myself. This is my go-to affirmation and it's, I choose myself. So, mm. mm -hmm. 
I love that. That fits so perfectly with this conversation too of taking yourself on dates, listening to your intuition and reflecting on, on where you are. So that's a wonderful affirmation. I love it. Wow. Thank you. This was so, so good. I, oh my gosh, like I, I feel so full and like, so just like fulfilled right now in terms of like my creativity, like my, like just everything. This conversation has been so good. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Cara. Like this was so amazing and so just like rejuvenating. I think Ellie can agree as well. Yes, for sure. I love that. Like, I hope that's what I can, you know, bring to people. I really do want to inspire people. So I'm really glad that you feel that way. And thank you so much for having me. This has been really fun. And I'm glad I got to work past that fear of, you know, doing my first podcast. Girl, this <laughs> is just a start for you. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling you, like this was incredible. Like as soon as people hear this, your your calendar is going to be booked. I already know. Yes. A hundred percent. People will be wanting you on all their podcasts. You're an absolute natural and your story is amazing. So thank you again so much for joining us. And we're so excited to continue to cheer you on, cheer you on, be in your corner and unbox many, many, many more candles. That was such an amazing episode with Kara. She is so incredible. The, the vibes of the conversation and her tips, her tangible takeaways, um, like she said, no matter if you are a business owner, if you're not a business owner, if you're still in school, I, like you said during the episode, Rian, I took so many notes and I feel so energized. So hopefully you listening to this episode are feeling that energy as well, because I think episodes like this and conversations like this is exactly why we do what we do. It so is. Fun. It is. I so was like, fun. oh my gosh, this solidifies like our mission so much and it was just so encouraging to hear her talk about her experience with entrepreneurship because like we hear this all the time, but it, it's really true that it's not like a straightforward journey. It's something mm-hmm. that can like that ebbs and flows. Like she started out with a started out in accounting and then went to a dog walking business and then like woke up one day and decided to make candles. Like, that's incredible. And everything she said about, like, putting yourself first in in your brand, in anything that you do is so affirming to what we believe in and the brand that we're trying to build. Because mm-hmm. whether you are in a corporate nine-to-five business, whether you are in some sort of a specialized profession, like, no matter what you do with your life, you should be able to continue to put yourself first and understand what your self-worth is. So like mm-hmm. the the fact that she said that, it was just like, wow, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. That was so good. Oh, there are so many things in that conversation where I'm like, I need to listen to this multiple times. I need to write this down, right? <laughs> put it on my mirror. Yeah. It was so good. And I love the dating yourself. Yesterday, I tr- like really tried that. I went to the park. Um, in red and made a nice dinner. And I'm like, that's one thing that I really need to work on. And I love that she emphasizes that Mm -hmm. in her business and in her personal life, because at the end of the day, we are whole selves. For sure. And being like vulnerable about like sharing Mm -hmm. what she needs to work on, what is like, what are her like next steps? Like, I feel like sometimes when you meet entrepreneurs, that's not always the case. That hasn't been, I mean, like, with everybody that we've talked to that hasn't really like been a problem but Mm -hmm. I think like sometimes 
yeah, you just get really wrapped up in the business of it and you forget, you forget yourself. You mm-hmm. lose like your purpose totally. and you lose your passion. So I love that she mentioned that as well. I think that's such an important aspect of the journey. Mm-hmm. I It really did feel like happy hour with your bestie. And like, this is what BYOB is about. It's like happy hour with your bestie as well as like business school, as well as just like being like your personal hype squad. Like that's what we're here to do. So yeah, it, it was incredible for the conversation that we had. Um, and I can't wait to cheer Kara on on her future journeys and just continue Mm -hmm. to support her so like she mentioned you can find her on her socials on Instagram on her website on TikTok and continue to keep us keep up with us too so if you have anybody that is in this entrepreneurial space that is just like really embodies what being a boss is all about how we define Mm -hmm. it is you don't need a business to be your own boss as long as you are the CEO of your life so if you have somebody that you think just fits that bill and is just really wonderful to talk about and share their journey, feel free to DM us. Like we are always available and we'll definitely like take them into consideration. So mm-hmm. feel yeah, free to- even... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, even if they're not an entrepreneur, like we said, how we don't define being a boss as having your own business. I think being a boss. And one thing we ask, ask our guests all the time is what does being a boss mean to you? So yeah, definitely let us know who the bosses are in your life. Mm -hmm. But, um, with that, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. It's just so, uh, just fills our cups up to be able to have these conversations and we love to keep the good energy going. So if you want to keep up the good vibes, the good conversations, um, find us on the internet, on Instagram at Be Your Own Boss Podcast, our website, byob-podcast.com. And then in our Facebook community, and that's one thing Kara mentioned is uh, how she has found Facebook communities to be so beneficial. And we would love to be able to create a safe place of asking questions, hyping people up, um, giving advice, whatever you need in our Facebook group, which is Be Your Own Boss Podcast Community on Facebook. So you can find us over there. Yes. Oh, this was just so like soul filling. And like I said, like if you have anybody in mind, feel free to let us know. And we do post every Thursday, BYOB happy hours every Thursday with us. But if you would like to keep up with us, follow us on social and we're always available to, uh, to, listen back to you or if you just want to share our episodes that would be awesome you can find us on spotify or apple or google play or amazon or any other streaming platforms that you get your episodes from until next time bye bosses bye bosses <laughs>